Good afternoon, Ani, bonjour. You're at the top of another installment of the greatest hour of local radio in Grey Bruce, otherwise known as George's Bay Roots. Every week, the team, that is Kaylee, Kelly, Tim, Harrison, and myself, uh, take turns bringing you the music made and played by our neighbors in Grey Bruce, the news and the sounds of all things summer folk, and a sense of what's going on in terms of live music locally. We're able to do this thanks to the support of the Georgian Bay Folk Society and the Own Sound Hub, and the help of, of, of as always, Steve Ritchie at CFOS. Thank you for joining me today. My name is Tom Thwaites. Now, what I've got queued up for your ears and mind today is a bit of a three-parter. With most of the show being dedicated to the celebration of Black History Month, albeit a little belatedly, um, specifically, a deep dive into the life and times of a musician named Eugene Smith a man with deep local connections and who lived in Red Wing in Gray County for a time. Um, after that bit about Eugene, uh, we'll take a minute to celebrate some big news and some synchronicities involving uh, Beverly Glenn Copeland and Annalise Abomswin before digressing into a tangent on Southern Ontario queer musical history that I was lucky enough to unearth recently. Um, and finally, we'll wrap up today's show with a look at a couple of artists who will be gracing the stages of Mariposa this summer, and a heavy-hitting couple, the Electric Eclectics, are bringing to the Heartwood next month. Um, back to today's feature, though. In celebration of Black History Month, I'm shining a spotlight on Eugene Smith. Let's do this in chronological order. So, in 1961, Eugene was 17 years old and living in Toronto, he and his band got hired to back up John Lee Hooker. Three years later, they opened for the Dave Clark Five at Maple Leaf Gardens in front of 26,000 fans. Um, that, that gig was a gig they got on the strength of this next single that saw action on the local chum charts. This is Jay Smith and the Majestics with a Howlin' Wolf song called, well, what else? Howlin'. <laughs> Every time I see her, I know that she's all mine. 
I can only hope you were howling along with that one. That was from 1964, Jay Smith and the Majestics. Jay Smith, otherwise known as Eugene Smith, now lives out in BC and appears regularly at the Duncan showroom. Um, back when he released Howlin', the single you just heard, he was just about ready to fly the coop of his adoptive parents in Toronto. He did this by signing on with Hogtown Musical Institution and national treasure Ronnie Hawkins and the Hawks. This was in uh, 1965, not too long after Robbie Robertson, Levon Helm, Richard Manuel, Rick Danko, and Garth Hudson uh, stopped being Hawks and became the band. Um, to give you a sense of just what kind of ride Eugene signed on for, from 1965, here's Ronnie Hawkins and the Hawks on Hawk Records doing a Bo Diddley tune called Diddley Diddley Daddy. Afterwards, a story of Eugene and Ronnie on the road in Arkansas. Baby, she's oh so pretty I found her right here in Toronto City Somebody kissed my baby last night Hey, little baby, don't you know it wasn't right Ronnie Hawkins and the Hawks from 1965 with a Bo Diddley jam called Diddley Diddley Daddy. 1965 was the year Eugene Smith joined the Hawks. He worked with Ronnie for five years, and work is the correct term here. There were days, those were the days when, uh, when bands played six days a week with two shows on Saturdays, four hours each. Um, I was lucky enough to get Eugene on the phone from his home in BC a few years ago, and he shared an experience he had at one of those shows with Ronnie Hawkins. Uh, in Ronnie Hawkins' native state of Arkansas, no less. It was the first soft seat theater Eugene had ever played. The setup was four bands, followed by a guest speaker, before wrapping up with a headline set from the Hawks. When Eugene took a peek out from behind the curtain, he was shocked to discover that the guest speaker was uh, recruiting for the Ku Klux Klan in front of an all-white audience. Eugene was shook enough that he missed his cue to lay into the opening song of the first set, Georgia on my mind, uh, 
He got it the second time around, and the audience gave him a standing ovation afterwards. Here's Eugene Smith and the warm-up band from 1981 with a song called Amy. Sunny days. Punch and Judy were doing their fight. Let's get pop, 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 pockets go.
from 1981. That is Eugene Smith and the warm-up band with a track from the album Warming Up called Amy. That album was my entry point into the music of Eugene Smith and one that you'll come across every once in a while if you're digging for records locally. Um, it's, uh, it's big and red and painted with a crow on the front and it says Eugene Smith warm-up band, warming up. It's got an inner sleeve. If you're super lucky, you'll find the inner sleeve, which was uh, printed up in Collingwood at Bennett Press, a place that it's the only place I've ever heard of Bennett Press existing. Um, I'm shining a light on the life and music of Eugene Smith as my way of belatedly marking Black History Month here on Georgian Bay Roots. Before that song, I was relating a story Eugene told me about playing in front of an all-white audience in Arkansas in the 60s, right after the audience had been harangued by a KKK recruiter. I bring it up again because it's important to add that the worst racism Eugene remembers facing wasn't on that night in Arkansas or when he lived on a farm in Gray County. It was in Toronto and at the hands of the police, who would routinely cart him, or worse, bundle him into a, a cruiser to spend the night in jail, only to be release, released the next morning with no charges. Eugene didn't let these experiences slow him down, though. Over the years, he shared the stage with B.B. King, Bo Diddley, Gordon Lightfoot, Ian and Sylvia, David Clayton Thomas, King Curtis, Willie Dixon, Lenny Bro, and Katie Lang. He also had the pleasure of opening up for the Beach Boys in Ottawa. He talks about uh, a, a six-inch white shag carpet on the stage for that one. Uh, and I'm not sure where this one happened, but he opened for Peter Tosh at one point, too. Um, he was no stranger to local stages around Grey Bruce in the early 80s. He, uh, he lists off places like the Bayshore Room, uh, Blue Mountain, the Mountain View Inn, and a place called Arlington's. He got around to playing Summer Folk in 1993 with the Pony Baloney Band. Sadly, I still haven't come across any recordings of said Pony Baloney band, but I did unearth this testament Eugene, to Eugene's rock and roll lifestyle from 1987, featured prominently on a Miami Vice episode, starring none other than Phil Collins as a shady coke dealer. This is Eugene Smith with Rock by Day, Roll by Night on Georgian Bay Roots. So long and I don't know when We got together all the song Well, we partied all night long If there's someone that you'd like to tell Grab them by the arms, pull them under the shell Well, 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 well Rock by day and roll by night, people Rock by day and roll by night 
Taylor, and you're listening to Georgian Bay Roots. <laughs> Rock by day, roll by night by Eugene Smith on Georgian Bay Roots. My name is Tom. Thanks for joining me today. I, I, I took you back to 1987 for that one, a year when everything, in terms of that song at least, came together for Eugene, enough for his tune to be featured in Miami Vice. To go on a time travel adventure, go on YouTube and type in Eugene Smith, rock by day, roll by night, and feast your eyes on the height of the 80s, not least of which a cameo from Phil Collins. Eugene Smith is our feature artist on Georgian Bay Roots today, as, as a belated marking of Black History Month. Now, as surprised as you may be by some of the things I've told you about Eugene Smith over the last 20 minutes, I'm even more surprised by how so many people seem to have a monochrome view of local history around here. The head boy at OSCVI in 1969. 1969 was Dennis Scott, who I'm sure is uh, no stranger to uh, many of you listening. Um... Dennis Scott, a black man. Owen, uh, also, Owen Sounds, Ovid Jackson, was the first black mayor elected in, I believe, Ontario. Um, the Emancipation Day has been celebrated in Harrison Park for longer than Canada has been a country. And I'm pleased to hear that a permanent stone monument is being erected at Negro Creek Road uh, in, Gr- in Gray County, just south of Chatsworth, which could very well be this province's most stolen road sign. If this is all news to you, be sure to check out the Sheffield Black History Museum in Clarksburg, dig into the bookshelves at Grey Roots and at the Ginger Press in downtown Owen Sound, visit the Priceville Black Loyola Settlement Memorial, and start following the Emancipation Festival on your socials. Eugene Smith is related to some of the founding black community members of Owen Sound. Raised by his Aunt Grace and Uncle Doug, Eugene is the son of Valerie Abbott, a singer who, who once toured with Louis Armstrong, and jazz bassist Al Lucas, known for his work with Duke Ellington and his many session gigs, including this one. Eugene Smith's dad, Al, on bass. This is James Brown from 1968. I'm black and I'm proud. Ourselves. We're tired of beating our head against the wall and working with someone else. 
have none other than James Brown with Black and I'm Proud uh, to wrap up my belated nod to Black History Month here on Georgia Bay Roots today. My name is Tom. And what's the local connection to that song, you say? Local artist Eugene Smith's dad, Al, plays bass on that song. Now to switch quickly from talking about local black history to talking about local black present and future, Gray County citizen Beverly Glenn Copeland made news this week when it was announced that he'll be receiving an honorary degree from the University of Toronto. Also receiving an honorary degree in this year's class is Abenaki filmmaker Alanisa Bompsawin. Glenn released an album called Keyboard Fantasies in 1985, the same year Alanis released her only album, Bush Lady, making for a perfect back-to-back on Georgian Bay Roots today. First, you'll hear Beverly Glenn Copeland's Ever New, followed by Alanisa Bompsawin's Bush Lady Part 2.
This is Sarah Harmer, and you're listening to Georgian Bay Roots.
You just heard two members of the illustrious group of human beings receiving honorary degrees from the University of Toronto this year. You just heard Alanisa Bomswin with Bush Lady Part 2, and before that, Beverly Glenn Copeland with Evernew. Both songs just happened to be from 1985. In another coincidence, I discovered that Alanis was invited to play Le Guess Who in Netherlands in 2017, uh, Glenn, the very next year. Glenn's presence in Gray County not only speaks to the black history in the area, but also, being a trans man, to the queer history of Southern and especially rural Ontario. A little bit more about that when we come back after taking a break for weather here on CFOS. My name's Tom. You're listening to Georgian Bay Roots. See you on the other side. I'm Mike Weir from the Trevor McKenzie Band, and you're listening to Georgian Bay Roots Radio. Welcome back to Georgian Bay Roots. My name is Tom, and I have to admit, I've been reading a book I picked up from the OSDSS library all about Canadian queer history. For example, did you know that the first man arrested for a homosexual act in this part of the world was in 1648? Hidden in the gold mine of information that this book contains is a couple of paragraphs about a lesbian activist, singer, and businesswoman, and mentor named Sarah and Ellen Dunlop who opened the first unlicensed uh, gay after-hours club in Toronto in 1962. Here she is with one of her bands. It's called, this is a band called All We Can Give, and a song that's called Everything's Gonna Be Alright. Everything's gonna be alright 
from 1971. That was a band called All We Can Give and a song called Everything's Gonna Be Alright. My name is Tom, you're listening to Georgian Bay Roots, and I'm spinning that one today because I recently came across the name of one of that group's vocalists, Sarah Ellen Dunlop, in a Canadian queer history book. Sarah, along with a man named Richard Kerr, opened Toronto's first gay after-hours club in 1962 and went on to found the Music Room, which was, for a long time, the central hub of Toronto's queer community and its activism. Sarah toured throughout Southern Ontario in the 1960s with an all-female band and founded her own record label to release her own music in the 70s. One of her bands, Mama Kila, was so influential that the torch was taken up by a younger generation when Sarah died in 1975. Um, the band, including two future members of the Parachute Club, uh, called themselves Mama Kila, and during a, doing a slight return to something that I talked about with regards to Eugene Smith and, and Arkansas, this is Mama Kila 2 with a song called KKK.
That was a band called Mama Kila 2 from 1982 with a song called KKK, drawing attention to hate crimes committed against East Indians in and around Toronto at that time. Mama Kila 2 was a seven-piece, all-female punk, ska, and funk outfit that grew out of Sarah Ellen Dunlop's original Mama Kila band, and a band that eventually morphed into the Parachute Club, who you know, you know this band, from their song Rise Up, of course. The things you discover when you pick up a book, eh? Uh, to trace a line from the queer history of then directly to the here and now, Mariposa, Mariposa sorry, recently announced this summer's lineup, and at the top of my list to see is none other than the incomparable Rufus Wainwright. From way back on his first album, this is Foolish Love. Rufus Wainwright, Georgian Bay Roots, followed by another big name booked for Mariposa this year. I don't want to hold you and feel so So I'll for the sake. 
From his debut album, that was Rufus Wainwright with Foolish Love. Uh, this summer's Mariposa lineup includes Rufus Wainwright, uh, <laughs> this great feist uh, doing a Bee Gees cover in the background right now. Um, so you got Rufus Wainwright, feist, also Rufus's sister Martha, and his aunt Anna McGarrickle, Tegan and Sarah, the weather station, and many more. I'd say buy your tickets now because they're going to go fast. Another ticket you're going to want to get your hands on is one for Hack de Picciato presented by Electric Eclectics on April 15th at the Hartwood. Alexander Hacke is the bassist in genre-defining industrial band Einster Zen Neubauten, and Danielle de Picciato is an incredibly weird and wonderful multi-instrumentalist. To get you keyed up for their show on April 15th with Thresher and DJ O Sound, Here's Hack to Picciato with Evermore. Thanks for listening to me ramble on about Eugene Smith and a little queer history today. 
Congratulations to Beverly Glenn Copeland and Alanisa Bomsawin on their honorary degrees. Buy your tickets for Mariposa and Hack to Picciato now, and tune into Georgian Bay Roots next week with Kaylee Hawkins. My name is Tom Thwaites. Till next time, take care of each other.